Wolf and Luke. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. My football season really just does never end, especially around here. Um, welcome back to the show. It is Wolf and Luke here on this Wednesday morning. We referenced a story by Mike Sando, NFL writer for The Athletic, yesterday, Wolf, talking about free agency. Yeah. And he had the, the line talking to an NFL exec that uh, this is essentially going to be a throwaway year for the Cardinals. That was before everything else even came out yesterday afternoon. Mike Sando is joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line, so we're going to ask him a lot of different uh, things. Mike, thank you for the time. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, let's let's start with the piece that you wrote, and it wasn't just on the Cardinals, but obviously the Cardinals part of it kind of stood out to a lot of us here because, at least for me, I don't totally know what to make of this upcoming season either. I know a lot of it is the uncertainty around Kyler Murray, but there are times where it does feel like a throwaway year. So when you had yeah. an NFL exec say that, what was your reaction? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it's a difficult they're, – they're coming out of a different, difficult run with the roster, and it needs a little bit of a reset. They lost a lot, obviously, on the defensive line, uh, and their quarterback's not going to play for who knows how long, right? And Kyler Murray's such a electric uh, player who you know, relies on his running to get an edge. Uh, so you wouldn't think that you know, he's just going to come back right away and be the same type of player, right? So you're probably not going to be in position to like go for it this year just – because of your quarterback situation. So then you look at the moves that they've made. I mean, there's a huge difference between what Arizona's doing and what Miami's doing, right? Miami's trading first-round picks, getting Jalen Ramsey. They got Tyreek Hill. I mean, they're in their window right now. I think everyone feels like the Cardinals are, hey, this is a little bit of a longer-term deal, and the quarterback situation's thrown in there. They're obviously not just going crazy in free agency, signing a bunch of top guys. They they have added some players, but they they're not, you know, neo movers. And then we're wondering what's going to happen with DeAndre Hopkins. Right, he's going to make nineteen million yeah. this year. Is that is that smart to pay him nineteen million dollars this year when you don't even have your quarterback? So, Michael, how you doing, man? Haven't talked to you in a while. How are you, bro? I'm doing great, Wolf. I was going to say it's good to yeah. reconnect. It's been yeah. too long. No, absolutely, buddy. So, talk to me a little bit about who do you like? Who? What teams out there have you actually looked at and said, "Man, these teams are the teams to watch coming out of free agency." Uh, that's a great question. Uh, out of free agency, um, you know, I like San Francisco getting uh, getting Hargrave to their defensive line. I mean, I think that's just adding strength to strength. Even though the contract was a little bit, I think a little bit probably too rich and a little bit of a different structure than what they've done, um, you know, in in the past. I think you have to sort of like some of the things Chicago's done. They had a lot of resources this year. I still think they need a lot of help on their lines, but you can see that they've got a plan. They're going to build around uh, Justin Fields, and they picked up a nice piece in, in DJ Moore, probably fortified their defense a little bit. So I think those are a couple teams that probably stand out. I think Seattle did a nice job of not going overboard with Geno Smith, mm. you know, a quarterback you like, but do you really going to pay him $40 million a year? No. They're able to go year to year with him. So I thought that was pretty good. 
Talking to Mike Sando, NFL writer for The Athletic. Uh, Mike, going back to a name you brought up uh, earlier, DeAndre Hopkins, and, and you put this in your story. You know, it doesn't. <laughs> you look at the situation the Cardinals are in. You're, you're paying Kyler Murray, and he's hurt. You're paying Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime, and they're not even here anymore. So it makes very little sense to pay DeAndre Hopkins at this point. The problem is everybody else around the league seems to know that too. So how do you sure. see this playing out? I mean, can the Cardinals expect any sort of reasonable return? I think the contract is probably problematic for other teams too. And then what would the expectations be for DeAndre Hopkins on a new contract, right? If another team's not going to do it. So DeAndre Hopkins, for all we know, may prefer just getting a chance to go to the market, right? And have his own way. So whoever's acquiring him would have to have probably have conversations with him uh, about the salary and what the future and expectations are. Uh, and it's pro- he's not at his peak value right now, right? Just uh, the way things have gone. He's, missed some games last year, uh, all of that. So I think people are waiting to see what would they do. Would they actually release him to move on? Is this the time to do that? It would hurt to do that, but $19 million is a lot of money for where they're at in this build, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, for me right now, there was a tactic that the Raiders used with Rodney Hudson where they leaked the story that they were going to release Rodney Hudson, and I think they did that. This is just me, Mike, but I think they did that because if if you're going to shake the bushes, metaphorically speaking, in the NFL, that's going to do it right there by letting people know, yeah, we're going to release Rodney Hudson. Well, there's a lot of teams who do not want to pick up that salary, so they're not going to just pick him off the waiver wire. There's a lot of teams also that don't want him to get to a free agent status where suddenly they know if we want to acquire Rodney Hudson, now we're going to have to pay an awful lot of money for that. I think the same thing applies to DeAndre Hopkins as well. Wouldn't you rather negotiate a contract with D-Hop one-on-one and give up a draft pick as opposed to letting him get to the open market? If you feel like you can get you know, if you feel like you can get the type of deal that you want, I mean, that's a that, that's a big if because of the $19 million salary, right? You're acquiring a $19 million salary if you do it right now. So right there, you who has a $19 million slot right now, yeah. right? Yeah. But if you – You're just sitting there, hey, we got a $19 million slot. That's not normally how it is uh, in April 5th, right? And so uh, I think that just makes it very interesting. And, and then in the draft, too, we've seen teams – Drafting a lot of wide receivers, there's been way more taken in the first round the last three years, um, and they've hit. These guys have done well. Yeah. So uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going into his age 31 season, played nine games last year and 10 games the year before, uh, and has a total of 1,200, 1,300 yards over two seasons. So he's not exactly ascending right now. So you'd have to really feel good about everything. Hey, we're, we're, we feel great about the guy we're getting. We feel great about the ability, the player on the field and where he's at in his career, uh, coming off a of suspension, by the way. And, and then we feel really good about whatever we want to do on a contract with him. Those, and by the way, we're going to do this before the draft, which somebody could if they feel like they really have to have a wide receiver. But that's a lot of ifs and, and boxes to check that probably reduces the number of teams that are going to be doing that right now in April. Talking to Mike Sando, uh, Mike, the, the story that came out yesterday with Terry McDonough, his claims against Michael Bidwell and the Cardinals. Um, I know it's very early in this process, but I just wondered what your initial reaction was when you saw that story, because down here it's been it just feels like it's one thing after another over the last year yeah. or so. Um, what your initial reaction was and, and, and what kind of you think the next step might be? 
Uh, so the next step is obviously probably arbitration unless somebody makes more statements. To me, uh, Steve Wilkes is the next step. I think he is a very important witness uh, in this. Obviously, he has his own lawsuit against the Cardinals going, so he's not a completely unbiased uh, source. But I think he's somebody seen in the league with some credibility and some character, right? Uh, and so if he were to corroborate the idea that, hey, uh, Mike Bidwell was the one behind the burner phone thing and, and what Terry's saying on that, hey, for whatever you want to say about Terry, Sure, he's had his issues, but what he's saying there is 100% true. I think that's damaging. I think this also, because of all of these things, is going to shine a light on Michael Bidwell that probably hasn't been there before. Uh, and I think the statement that the Cardinals put out after it was unusual and really, really um, strong. Uh, and I think that focuses a little bit more attention on it, too, because really Terry McDonough is accusing the owner of being retaliatory. Well, that thing they put out in Terry McDonough, t- questioning him as a man, right, as a father, as a husband, it wasn't just office stuff. They really lit into him. Yeah. Um, you could say that you could make a case that that felt retaliatory, too. You could even go back to the Kyler Murray clause. Got to do your homework. What did that feel like? Right. Yeah. So all of these things. Obviously, the GM was had a DUI suspension is gone. The COO had a DUI suspension is gone. The former head coach is suing the team. Uh, the uh, now McDonough's got this thing. So I, I agree. There's a lot of stuff there that's probably going to hang over some of the new people there, the GM and coach, who don't deserve any of this or in the middle of it. And I think it's remains to be seen what Roger Goodell does. Do does he do they side and rally around with Mike Bidwell, one of their own? Do they see him as a liability? Uh, and what does Steve Wilkes, who's a credible person, have to say about it? Well, Mike, we appreciate it. There's a lot going on. We appreciate your time this morning, and, uh, and take care, all right? See you, Thank Michael. You. All right, thanks a lot.